Welcome to the Red Light Report, your number one source for all things red light therapy, where you will learn how to optimize your health, wellness, and longevity with the power of photobiomodulation. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Belkowski. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Here we are, another solo-sode. And as you guys know, this one is going to be a doozy. Uh, We're going to get into some pretty interesting stuff. I don't want to call it cutting edge, but the information itself hopefully opens the eyes to everyone that's listening, whether you're a consumer or you're somehow involved with the red light therapy or even biohacking and health and wellness industry. I hope this resonates with all of you and kind of gets us thinking in a different direction. You'll see what I mean when we get there. But regardless, this is a podcast that, uh, again, I hope you listen to maybe even a couple of times, but surely a podcast that you'll share with friends, family, or otherwise, people that are interested in red light therapy, but they don't know what device to look for. They don't know what to look for in a device, specification-wise, like the, the, the product attributes. But more importantly, what can be considered a trusted source? And I know that there's consumers out there that really don't care about this kind of stuff, the the nitty gritty details, even though when this is all said and done, this has a lot of implications to the actual performance of your device and thus the performance of your red light therapy treatments. I know I'm speaking in a lot of generalities right now. It'll, it'll become much more clear when we get into <laughs> the actual information. But my point being, I really do hope this episode gets spread out amongst the red light therapy community. I hope people from other companies eventually listen to this episode specifically because in the end, I am an individual. Yes, I do own and run a red light therapy company. And even though this may come off and have a negative light or a negative connotation, even for BioLite and for myself, I'm willing to do that because I feel so passionate and compelled to provide you guys, the consumers, the listeners, with the true and real information because uh, no one else is doing it. And and in the end, the standards need to be raised. Because right now, and this is not just red light therapy again, this is the whole biohacking industry, this is the whole health and wellness and anti-aging community and product space is that there's a bunch of these products, technology is moving faster than ever, and there's constantly new innovations. So how do we know the product that's on the market, the product that's on the website you're looking at, is actually going to deliver what it says? Even myself, I guess I just take it for granted, I assume that what I'm getting is what's purported or reported on the website, the specifications. When I purchase a cell phone, I'm expecting it to perform a certain way. When I buy, let's say, a TV or or a computer, a laptop's a good example because there's so many different things you can choose. You can choose the RAM, the memory, the internal processor. I mean, you can choose all these different specs to improve or modulate the performance of, of your laptop. But again, when you purchase a certain processor or a certain RAM, you expect that that's what you're getting. So that's a roundabout way of telling you that the topic of today's conversation, we're just going to jump right into this. There's going to be no updates this week. We're going to jump right into uh, the thick of it. So all of that was to say the vast majority, 99%, I would say, of the products 
on the red light therapy market are not providing what they say they are. And BioLite is no different until recently, and we'll get into that. I know that this episode could potentially make BioLite look bad, if that's how you want to say it, or it could make me look bad because I'm responsible for BioLite. But again, providing truthful information and, and calling BioLite out because BioLite's part of the rest of the red light therapy market. So BioLite's not going to get away from skirting this issue. I've been a culprit. BioLite's been a culprit of this the last handful of years until recently because BioLite's going to make a change. BioLite is going to change the standard. And the whole point is that hopefully there's a ripple effect across the red light therapy market to also meet BioLite and continue to raise the standard um, as the market as a whole. Because this isn't about BioLite versus anyone or BioLite is, is supposed to be the one and only and the best red light therapy company. And that's, what it's, that's not what it's supposed to be. There's more than enough people to serve in this world. The BioLite can't serve every single person in the world and that's not the goal. The point being, we should all be working together to elevate this industry. We're all trying to help improve people's lives. That's the whole point with red light therapy, theoretically. The crux of the issue, and I'll just get to it because I know I'm, I'm kind of going off into different rabbit holes here, but uh, the crux of the issue of this conversation is light irradiance. The products on the market purport that they are irradiating a certain amount of milliwatts per centimeter squared. That's the label for light irradiance. But not only are all of the products not irradiating what they say they are, they're significantly less. And luckily, red light therapy is a treatment that's safe. If you quote unquote overtreat or overdose, it's safe. And luckily, in this circumstance, since the light irradiance is so low compared to what the company says it is, you're certainly going to be less likely to overtreat because the light irradiance is actually much, much lower. Thus, your dosage for your treatment is lower than you think it is. So this is what I'm getting to. The consumers have been misled, and I don't know if this is intentional or ignorance. Like on my part, it's ignorant. I didn't know what I didn't know until I learned it recently. And so just to highlight here, some of the red light therapy market issues. Okay, we know light irradiance is a big one, and that's going to be the topic of this conversation. But we also know light spectrum is another one. Is the device actually delivering the wavelength it says it is? That certainly could be important if you're trying to go for a particular condition, and perhaps the red light needs to be closer to 620 or 630 versus 660, 670. Again, if your, your device isn't emitting the wavelength that it says it is, well, again, not the biggest issue in the world, but again, if you're going for something specifically and you bought a device because that's what it says that it emits, then if you're receiving something else, that's not what you paid for, that's misleading, and we can go into the whole ethics and morality of that. But again, life spectrum's another one. And then, of course, from the safety perspective, EMFs and light flicker. That was one of my main motivations for starting BioLite is I knew their companies utilize Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, and that significantly increases the EMF emission. And then Light Flicker, BioLite was the first one to address that. And another point here, as far as market issues that I've seen, and this is nothing new, I've noticed this, but different companies say that they have third-party testing, but it's nowhere to be found 
on their website. So even as BioLite, I could just put in text on the website that BioLite's products are third-party tested, and that's all. There's no other information to be found on the website. So if I'm a consumer just scrolling through the website and I see that, perhaps I'll just believe that inherently, and then maybe that gives me more confidence in BioLite. But again, from a lot of these companies I've been looking at that say they have third-party testing, so they want you to believe that their light irradiance is verified, that their light spectrum is verified. There's nothing on the website I can click to look at the results or look at the PDF of that third-party testing. And so that makes me scratch my head. And that's why I said, I don't know if it's ignorance or intentional that some of these companies are reporting these high, high light irradiances. I think a lot of it is ignorance, but some of it, I think, quite frankly, is intentional because for whatever reason, other people in this market think that a higher light irradiance means you have a superior product. And you guys have heard me talk about this in prior episodes or even in interviews that that we get into this mindset of more is better, more is better. And we know for sure that's not the case with red light therapy, even within a treatment dosage, but certainly not within a, a light power perspective for a device. So it's kind of blown my mind that people market their devices as having a high light irradiance as if that should be a pro. And as a consumer, as a newbie consumer in the red light therapy space, you're not going to know that. You're, you're going to fall prey to that marketing hype. You're going to think that since company A, B, and C, they're, they're touting that they have some of the highest, if not the highest light irradiance on the market. So that must be a good thing. And thus, these other companies that have lower light irradiance, well, heck, why are their devices more expensive but they have less power. So you might get into that mindset where you think one of the pillars of a high quality red light therapy product is a high light irradiance. And that is point blank false. That's point blank false. And of course, light irradiance is one of many variables that dictates dosage. But again, when you're marketing it as such, that's kind of false advertisement or misleading, especially when your device doesn't even emit that light irradiance. And again, this is kind of generalities. We'll get into the specifics here of the different numbers that that uh, different companies are reporting. But just to give you guys an idea of this conversation and why I think it's a big deal, because it's not just a couple of companies doing this, it's rampant amongst all. There's only one that I know of that started to do third-party testing on their devices and that is Jemba Red. And so I'm going to give a shout out right now to the founder of Jemba Red. His name is Andrew Latour. And I've been watching him and his company and his information over the years, ever since I started. And that guy puts out some great blogs. And as a matter of fact, that's where I'm getting my information for these light irradiance measurements for the handful of companies that are out there. So again, credit to Andrew Latour, not only with this blog, he has a lot of great blogs. So we'll leave a link in the show notes to the blog page for Jemba Red. And of course, go check out the products too, just to kind of see what they have. And maybe you'll, you'll like something that they have. But my point being is standing ovation to Andrew, because he's the only company I've seen that has third party testing on their products. And my only issue I have and Andrew, if you're listening, and I hope you know this is coming from a good place, is that, like I mentioned, how these companies say they have third-party testing, but there's nowhere you can go to see it. 
with Jimba Red, you go to their product page and they do have, let's say, the third party numbers like written down, like part of the product description. But again, there's nowhere I can go to actually look at the results. It's just written out in text. And again, I'm believing what's written there. Well guys, the holiday season may be over, but you can still save big. We've had this for some time now. BioLite has what's called bundles. So simply go to the BioLite website, BioLite.shop, go under products and there'll be a tab for bundles. With each of these bundles, there's three of them, you save 20% off on the entire package. For example, we have the beauty bundle, which includes a shine and stand, a guardian plus, and the longev revive cream. So that bundle of three products, you save 20% off the entire package. There's the recovery bundle. That includes the Recharge Plus panel, the Guardian mouthpiece, and then the Longev Recover Cream. And that Recover Cream is just like the Revive Cream, except it has added CBD oil infused into it. That package of three items all comes at 20% off. And then the last bundle, which is the most versatile bundle in the sense that you get to pick and choose what products you want. You get to pick and choose from the Recharge Plus panel, the Restore Plus panel, or the Matrix full body mat, and then you get to choose between the Guardian and Guardian Plus, and then you get to choose between the Revive and the Recover Cream. It also includes the Shine and Stand, so you get to choose between black and silver. By purchasing those four products in the Ultimate Bundle, you save 20% off all of the products. You also save 20% off shipping, so literally the entire package and shipping is 20% off. So if you're ever needing some red light therapy products and are looking for a discount, just remember the bundles are always 20% off 365 days a year no coupon code necessary and with all that being said that's a massive step further than all these other companies that just say they have third-party testing with andrew at least he's putting down the figures and he's uh, articulating that in the product pages you'll see what i mean if you go check it out but what i would like to see is some sort of download link or some sort of pdf or, or even like a screenshot picture of the third-party testing results because that is the true mark of authenticity, I would think. And so that's the direction BioLite is going, and, and we'll get to that in a second. But I would be remiss if I didn't give a shout-out to Andrew and a shout-out to Jimbered for really taking the bulls by the horn and, at least in my eyes, being the first ones to do this third-party testing thing, doing it the right way because... When you do it and the light irradiance is listed on the product page, it looks a lot lower than the industry. In a way, I think that's a good thing. That's going to get people asking questions. That's going to get the conversation rolling. And so BioLite is going to continue this and move in this direction as well, full throttle. So you'll see on all of our newest products and any product we release, BioLite is going to have third-party testing results on that product, you'll be able to see screenshots of the PDF. So you'll be able to literally see the report I got from the third-party tester for each product. Not only that, BioLite has a tab now on the website that says third-party testing. You can click that link and it'll take you to a page with all of the products that we've third-party tested and there will be a link for each product. So for example, a link for the Glow, a link for the Guardian, a link for the Guardian Plus, a link for the Matrix. And you can click that link and it'll take you to the, the actual file of the third-party testing. And you can choose to download it if you would like. It's a Google download link. So again, you initially press that link. It'll pop up kind of a screen preview of the PDF. You can scroll through it and check it out. If you so choose, you can download it and, and check it out, print it, whatever you want to do. So 
Uh, that's the whole concept here is making this information as transparent as possible. And hopefully down the road, all companies do this. So from a consumer perspective, you can be working with the actual correct information. And thus, when you have the correct information at your disposal, then you can make an educated decision. But as the market stands right now, the vast majority, like I said, 99% of the companies or 99% of the products are not verified to do what they do. And before we move too much farther in the conversation, I do kind of want to make this preface that what I'm saying here about the products not performing like they're purported to do, this has nothing to do and does not take away anything from red light therapy itself or from the amazing results people have been seeing with these products. So that's not what this is about. This is about you, the consumer, or me, the consumer, receiving the product you paid for based on the specifications of that product because you're depending on the accuracy of that information in order to, let's say, develop an accurate protocol or an accurate dosage because that is heavily predicated on the light irradiance, which again is the main topic of this conversation. So light irradiance. Most of the companies not just a little bit overestimate, but grossly overestimate their light irradiance. And again, this is directly from one of Andrew's blogs on jembared.com. And I'm just going to go down a handful of these companies here, tell you what they report their light irradiance to be, and then what this third-party individual's testing was. And the third-party individual, what I mean by that is a gentleman called Alex Fergus. Uh, I believe he's out of New Zealand, and he does a lot of this self-testing on his own. So he took it upon himself to accrue all of these different companies' devices, measure them himself to compare against what's reported on the website. And none of them are BioLite, and you may be asking why. I do remember Alex Fergus reaching out to me, asking to receive one of our Shine devices. I believe this was back in late 2021. And I was looking at our message history, and he reached out to me, and I responded via email a couple of times, but never got a response back. So BioLite wasn't a part of this testing, and it wasn't for avoidance or for not trying. For whatever reason, Alex didn't respond when I responded to his initial message. But regardless here, BioLite, that Shine device, wouldn't have necessarily tested well, as you'll see with some of these devices. So for example, the Juve Solo 3.0 device, I don't know if that's a tabletop model or what, but they report that their light irradiance is 100 milliwatts per centimeter squared. When Alex tested it, it was 74.2. So you think that your Juve device is putting out 100 milliwatts per centimeter squared when actually it's around 74. So that's a reduction of 35%. You're getting 35% less light irradiance than you thought you were with that Juve device. Platinum LED, their Biomax 600 device, again, measured at six inches, they tout that their light irradiance is 174 milliwatts per centimeter squared, which is 
unnecessarily high in my humble opinion. But regardless, they say it's 174. When Alex tested it, it's 92.9, or let's just say low 90s for the light irradiance. That's a difference of 87%, meaning the light irradiance is almost cut in half from what you think it is. So again, you buy a panel, you think it's putting out a blazing 174 milliwatts per centimeter squared, when in reality, it's putting out almost half of that. So again, just try to think about putting together some sort of treatment protocol, and you think this device is blasting almost 200 milliwatts, when it's actually putting out less than 100. Mido Red, their Mido Pro 1500, measured at 6 inches, Similar to Platinum LED, they say that theirs is 170 milliwatts per centimeter squared, when in reality, when Alex measured it, he got 88. So even less than the Platinum LED. We'll do one more here. There's about a dozen companies here. Red Light Rising, their Advantage 900 device, measured at 15 centimeters, is 161 milliwatts per centimeter squared. When Alex measured it, it was 65, mid-60s. That's a difference of 145%, meaning that device is producing one and a half times less than what it reports or what it says on the, on the product page. There's actually two or three devices that are worse, meaning they report higher numbers. So there's three here, another one here, I'll say this one because they have the distance. Some of them don't have the distances. So the Rouge Pro, the Pro model at six inches, they say it is putting out a light irradiance of 191 milliwatts per centimeter squared. When Alex measured it, it was 69. So it's putting out almost a third of the light irradiance that they report on their website. So hopefully you see what I mean when I get a little passionate or a little frustrated, I'm frustrated at myself that it took this long to come to this realization. But you, the consumer, you aren't getting the power of the device you paid for. In some instances, the light irradiance is cut in half, and some of it, it's almost a third. So if you're relying on the details, the product specifications, on the numbers that they put on their website themselves. If you believe that, then you've been taken for a ride. So again, that's why I say BioLite, along with Jemba Red, we're going to set the new standard that any device that we put out will be third-party tested. So yes, we will list product specifications, the, the light spectrum, the light irradiance, but you can go check out the PDF yourself because it's verified. So that's one of the standards that's going to be changed. But when you do look at the light irradiances, whether it's Jemba Red or BioLite, you're going to see these quote-unquote lower light irradiances. And now you'll know why if you've listened to this podcast. They've been third-party tested. These are the light irradiances that are being produced from these devices. And, and there's still people that aren't even in the red light therapy industry that they're going to be comparing companies and they're going to be faced with this kind of perplexed notion of, well, shoot, this company puts out 100 milliwatts per centimeter squared. This company puts out 175. Why does BioLite, why does their panel 
put out 50? Why does their panel put out 40? Why does their handheld device put out 30 when these other companies, they put out triple digits? And so again, this is going to get the conversation started. It's going to get the ball rolling, hopefully in the right direction, where people will start asking questions of BioLite, but also people will start asking questions of these other companies. Uh, and that's kind of my hope with anyone that's listening, is to go to these other companies and ask them for their third-party testing results. Ask them how they came upon their light irradiance. Can they verify the light spectrum? Chances are they can't, and they won't. Or there's going to be some answer to circumvent your question. Because there's no device out there, and this is a promise, there's no device out there, there's no panel out there that's putting out 170, 190, even 150. That is a lot of light irradiance for an LED. That's just the reality of it. So, again, is it ignorance on the part of these companies and the people that run the companies, or is it intentional? Again, I can't answer for them. I can't judge and and try to guess. I'm admitting here on my own podcast, it was ignorance on my part. And I'll tell you why. Because when you're in conversations with these manufacturers and you're developing the products and engineering them and putting them together, you're relying on the manufacturer's measurements. And so when I say ignorance, I think a lot of the other companies may fall into this umbrella as well. You rely on the manufacturer's measurements of light irradiance. So when the manufacturer reports or sends you a picture of their measurements and it's showing 100 milliwatts per centimeter squared or 130 milliwatts per centimeter squared for a panel, well, that's more or less proof, right? But also what I've learned is that the vast majority of people, including these manufacturers, but also people of these other companies and people on social media are measuring these devices with the wrong instrument. Most people are measuring light irradiance with solar meters. And it's convenient because solar meters are relatively cheap. I mean, you can get a decent one for 80 bucks, 100 bucks. You can get a quote unquote nice solar meter for 200 bucks, 300 bucks. And then you think you're really getting an accurate measurement when, again, that's not the truth. And so that begs the question what are solar meters? Because if people are using them and getting inaccurate information, then what's the purpose of a solar meter? Well, a solar power meter, sorry, I've been saying solar meter, it's a solar power meter, is a device that can measure solar power or sunlight in units of watts per meter squared, which can easily be converted to milliwatts per centimeter squared. But again, it's, it's measuring the solar power or sunlight in units of watts per meter squared, either through wind, windows to verify their efficiency or when installing solar power devices. So nowhere in that descriptor does it say red light therapy panels or light irradiance. But moving along here, a solar power meter device is most commonly used for a variety of applications where overall energy efficiency and placement of solar systems need to be calculated. For example, solar power research, identifying high-performance opportunities, physics or optical laboratories, solar radiation measurement, agricultural applications, and meteorological applications. So once again, nowhere does it say light irradiance of light therapy devices. No mention, not even close. We're talking sunlight and in the initial description to verify the efficiency of windows or when installing solar power devices. So my point being, 
when the vast majority of the market is using the solar power meter, which, as you can guess, inherently measures high when we're talking red light therapy devices, because that's not what they're made for. That's not what the devices are built to do. The entire industry has been mismeasuring their devices, whether it's through the manufacturer or themselves. So when you get it tested by a third-party company, they do not use a solar meter or solar power meter. They use what's called a spectroradiometer, or at least that's one of the devices they use. A spectroradiometer, and those puppies are a lot more expensive than a solar meter. So again, maybe that's why people have been using the solar meters, because they're convenient, and conveniently, they measure higher light irradiance, and people seem to like that in the red light therapy space. So again, back to a spectroradiometer. It's a uh, light measurement tool that is able to measure both the wavelength and amplitude of the light emitted from a light source. So wavelength, of course, is color. Amplitude would be the light irradiance. So those devices are literally built to do what we, both companies and consumers, want a device to do to measure light irradiance. It measures not only the wavelength, the amplitude. So how strong is that wavelength? And so that's got to be the gold standard for all measurements. So any company could go out and buy one of these, but that's half the battle. Being able to set up that instrument so that you are precisely and accurately measuring a given diode, meaning a given LED on a device, I mean, that's a whole other ball of wax that you have to chew off if you're trying to do the measurement yourself. So even if I had a spectral radiometer, I wouldn't feel comfortable that I was getting the precise or accurate a reading with that device because especially with LEDs, which is a non-coherent light source compared to lasers, which are coherent, a non-coherent light source, it's difficult to get or find the peak emission or, or where the light is being emitted the most to get the most accurate reading because the light spreads all over the place. Whereas a laser, it's very controlled, it's very coherent, it's much easier to measure, let's say, light irradiance. But with these LEDs, it becomes much more nuanced and difficult. So again, even if I had a spectro radiometer, I wouldn't feel good about getting the precise or the accurate measurement. So in my mind, this whole concept of getting accurate measurements for your devices has to be exported to a third-party testing company that does this on a professional level. And I'll tell you guys what, it's not cheap to get this done. But in the end, my whole point here is this needs to be the new standard for all companies, for all products. And yes, red light therapy specific, but I think if you were to look amongst the entire biohacking or anti-aging with all these new technology and all these new products, I think you would find a similar theme to what I've been speaking about with red light therapy and light irradiance and the misinformation that's out there. So it's not just red light therapy that needs to be kind of stepping up to the plate with third-party testing, but products all across the space. But again, for the purpose of this conversation, we'll keep it to red light therapy. My whole point with what BioLite is doing is, again, hopefully it opens the eyes of other companies and consumers and I think it's actually going to happen the other way around, whereas people start to recognize what BioLite is doing with the third-party testing. It's visible on the website. It's visible on every product page. We have our own page dedicated to third-party testing. So we're, we are as transparent as possible as a company as it relates to light irradiance and, and the spectrum 
of the red and the near-infrared light, that as a consumer, if you see that with one company, but you don't see it with the other companies, hopefully, if you're in this mode of trying to decide uh, like what device you want, you'll ask the company, like, where's your third-party testing? Or, or can you tell me how you verified your light ratings or how you verified your wavelength? And if there's any semblance or mumbo-jumbo of solar power meter, then run the other direction or suggest to them that they get third-party testing with a spectral radio meter if you feel so inclined. But you guys see the point, a ripple effect where, and this could take years, I don't know, but but someone's got to start it, someone's got to do it. And again, BioLight up to this point was no better than any other company as far as reporting accurate numbers with light spectrum and light irradiance. And I'll tell you what, the light spectrum was basically spot on. It's more so the light irradiance. And even the devices that you'll see on the third-party testing page, the glow was actually very accurate, so there wasn't much change there. And with the Guardian Plus, same thing. It was, and actually, the light irradiance is slightly higher with the blue light than we were reporting. And then the Matrix, you'll see... That's a product that already has a very low light radiance, but the light radiance was actually slightly lower than we even thought. So you can go check those numbers out there. But as we start releasing new products here, we have a couple more coming out, like I've told you guys, in the next couple of weeks. All of those products are going to have third-party testing so that the day we begin pre-orders or the day we release any type of new product, there will be the third-party testing results on that page. You can guarantee it. So that's going to verify and tell you exactly what the light radiance is in the light spectrum so that you know exactly what you're getting with that product. And just to kind of finish the thought on the third-party testing, I'm going to take kind of an excerpt from Andrew's blog on third-party testing and kind of just give you his thoughts. And again, if you want to read the full full blog, I'll, I'll leave the link in the show notes here. But here's Andrew's thoughts on third-party testing. He says, The point of third-party data is not just to quote-unquote have it and still lie about the intensity anyway like many companies are doing now. It was about following basic advertising law and delivering the product that is specified on the product page. He also says it's not a marketing gimmick to be honest in advertising. In fact, it is the bare minimum to conduct a legal and ethical business. So he makes some examples here with a couple of the panels. Mito Red saying they're delivering 170 when third-party testing shows 73 milliwatts per centimeter squared. And then Red Light Rising advertising that they deliver 161 when in fact third-party testing says 65. So he goes on to say, clearly, this is a massive discrepancy of over two times that should be easily corrected by updating the advertised numbers on the product page as soon as they obtained the third-party results. They could have even done it quietly with no fuss, but they choose not to. By they, he means these companies that know the correct information now, but they still choose not to put up those corrected third-party light irradiance measurements. So Andrew goes on and he finishes here by saying, there should be no amount of excuses using asterisks that contradicts your advertising using different units, using fine print, links to other documents, or burying the accurate data in supplementary materials. There are clear guidelines and precedents that these are misleading tactics. 
so again, I mean, that's just part of the blog there. You can tell Andrew's pretty cut and dry straight to the point, which I love about his blogs. So again, I want to give credit to Jemba Red for doing third-party testing on their products. But again, what I would like to see Andrew do is have some sort of link or even, again, a screenshot of the PDFs in the product pictures, so to speak. That's what I've done with BioLite so that we can visually see the third-party testing. Because based on Andrew's history and what I know about him and his blogs and, and the information he puts out, he's a credible dude. He's a trustworthy dude. So I trust the text that he's put in the product pages. But again, as someone coming from the outside looking in, looking at his product page, I would want to see the actual third-party testing results. But um, that's just kind of fine-tuning at this point. So what BioLite is doing, and I've said this, uh, a couple of times now is that going forward, every single product that's released will be third party tested. And I try to make that information available in as many places as possible on the BioLite website uh, so that there's no avoiding it. Or, I mean, if you're looking for it, it's easy to find. So we'll have the third party testing results for products in the product photos. So as you get to the end of the gallery, the last, you know, X amount of photos will be screenshots of the PDFs of the actual third-party report. And those are probably the clearest pictures to find. Um, and then at the very bottom of the product page, there's also pictures of the screenshots of the third-party testing results. Those are a little tougher to see, so they're easy to see in the picture gallery. And then thirdly, like I mentioned, you can go to the third-party testing tab that's on the top if you're on the computer or on the side if you're on a mobile phone and you can check out that page and again there's a link for the glow a link for the guardian guardian plus and matrix you push any of those links a screen will populate showing a screen preview of the third-party testing results and you can easily see on that screen if you want to just visually see what the results are and kind of click out of it or you can download the actual report and and you know have it for yourself or, or print it off or what have you but i'm trying to make it as easy as possible for you to get your hands on the test results so that you know the exact product that you're interested in or that you have and what it's actually producing from a light irradiance and light spectrum standpoint and so this will also have some impact on the treatment protocols i've been providing because those have been predicated on the alleged accurate light irradiance that's been provided by different companies or the manufacturers themselves, right? And so I'm actually right in the middle of developing the fifth edition of that ebook, but I'm also having to kind of recreate it in a sense that I've been providing the distance you're supposed to be, which lights to use, and then the duration of your treatment for a given condition, let's say skin health or athletic performance or thyroid health, so on and so forth. But this updated edition and going forward, I'm actually going to be providing some tables that you'll be able to calculate your own protocol based on the power of your device. And again, that's kind of the crux of this conversation is if you have a different company's device and they haven't done third-party testing on it, then you really don't know what the power or the light irradiance of your device is, so you can't make an accurate protocol until that company does a third-party test on that product. And so all of that to say is, with the protocols I'll be developing and the ones that have already been developed, I'm going to go ahead and 
provide the actual joules or the actual dosage that you need for a given condition. So again, for skin health, let's say you need one joule. For thyroid health, you need three joules. For anxiety and stress, you need seven joules. I don't know, I'm just spitballing here. But those will be the numbers that you're going to have on the protocols. And then I'll also provide a table that will tell you for a given light irradiance at zero inches, this is how much time it would take to reach one joule. This is how much time it would take to reach five joules. At six inches, this is how much time it would take to reach one joule. This is how much, you'll see when I get there, but I'm gonna have to completely recalibrate the treatment protocol ebook in order to adapt for this environment of inaccurate light irradiances So it's going to be kind of an interesting situation. I'm not sure how you, the listener, will respond. I'm not sure how the consumer will respond, meaning to the market as a whole, when this whole can of worms is open that we have Jumbo Red, we have BioLite providing third-party testing. Their products have a much lower light irradiance, whereas all these other companies are touting high, high, high light irradiances. And unless you know where to look, you might not know that those are inaccurate. Sometimes grossly inaccurate. And so, again, hopefully this starts the conversation amongst us, the people interested in red light therapy, so that you guys get what you deserve, and that is the device you're paying for. I mean, that's what it's all about. And that's actually something you guys could do as a consumer now that you have the information I've presented. And again, don't believe everything I've said. You can go do your due diligence and check out the links I'll provide you. And and you can go check out your other resources, if you will. But if you're wanting to be proactive and kind of help move the industry forward, you can go to these other companies that aren't BioLite or Jumba and start asking them the question, hey, do you guys have third-party testing on your products? hey, can I see the results for those third-party tests? Or, hey, how come those aren't posted on your website? And get the conversation moving early started because the more people that ask these other companies those questions, it's going to force their hand at some point to do it because they're going to have enough people asking them and potentially losing enough customers that it'll force their hand to do third-party testing. And again, this isn't about me versus them or BioLite versus other companies. Again, it's about raising the entire standard or the standard of the entire market. This is to make the whole market better. This is to make all red light therapy companies better. And so again, go ask these companies for third-party testing or go ask these companies that are marketing high light irradiance. Simply ask them, why is light irradiance so important? Or like, why do you think high light irradiance is an advantage? Just to hear what they say, I would be curious. And same thing with influencers. When I've started doing this myself, whether it's on Instagram or or otherwise, if you see an influencer or someone marketing or hyping up a red light therapy product because they're an affiliate or something, a lot of times, whether it's in their verbal conversation or if it's in the text in the post, they'll say something to the effect of highest light irradiance on the market or like high, high light irradiance. And I would pose to that person, simply ask them, why is high light irradiance a benefit? Or why is high light irradiance such an advantage? And they're probably not going to know what to say other than the colloquial, well, well, that means you get a higher energy. That means your device is more powerful. That means you can uh, increase the efficaciousness or effectiveness of your treatment, or that can increase the efficiency of your treatment. None of those answers are sufficient or really show 
a depth of knowledge in red light therapy. But I would also post to them, is this device third-party tested? Because I know there's a lot of these new handheld devices or just new red light therapy products. And again, a lot of them market or tout high light irradiance. So along with that question of why do you think such a high light irradiance is advantageous, also ask, or, or you could ask this question first, is this product third-party tested? And again, they're probably not going to know what to say, or maybe they'll take a while to get back to the, the person or the company and then respond to you. If they say yes, then ask for the PDF. Hey, could you send me that PDF to my email? Here it is. Or you can DM that, whatever. But get the conversation going because this is the direction red light therapy needs to head. Validation, verification, because just like the red light therapy research, the photobiomodulation research is kind of all over the place because people are using different types of devices and different wavelengths and different energy densities, light radiances, so on and so forth. The market itself, the consumer market is a mess. And this is one of the biggest reasons why. Just like the supplement industry, there's there's no one regulating them. So you don't really know what's in your supplement unless they've done third-party testing so the red light therapy is kind of the wild, wild west. You hope you're getting what you paid for. But unless it's third party tested, you really don't know. So again, let's get the conversation going, whether it's affiliates or other experts or other companies, let's get the conversation going. And we'll all move this industry forward in a positive direction together. Because again, that's what it's all about. A rising tide lifts all ships. And ultimately, that's what it's all about. So again, what you guys can expect from BioLite going forward is all third-party tested products. What you can expect, the next updated version of the Red Light Therapy Treatment Protocols ebook is an updated structure for each protocol. So not only am I going to update the protocols that are already in there, but of course, any new protocols I do add, it's going to have a different structure because given the landscape of Red Light Therapy right now, and even going forward, if everything were to correct and everyone did get third-party testing... The new structure I'll give will provide an easier use case for people that have devices of all different types of companies. Again, provided you have third-party testing. So you know if you go to company A and they have 50 milliwatts per centimeter squared and company B has 75 and company C has 25, you'll still be able to use my protocol ebook because I'll provide a template that'll give you the ability to easily figure out the protocol for any given treatment because again, I'll give you the dosage and I'll give you a table so you can easily figure that out. So you'll, you'll see when it gets there, but that's a conversation for another time. But regardless, guys, I hope that this episode was, was indeed eye-opening. And as one of the people who's seen as a leader in red light therapy, I do want to humbly and genuinely apologize to you guys coming from BioLite that... I didn't see this sooner, that I didn't react sooner. In my heart of hearts, I feel terrible and bad that I wasn't able to do my due diligence at a great enough depth early on in BioLite's lifespan, so to speak. And so I hope you guys accept my apology. I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from. And at the very least, I'm willing to admit that and I'm here reporting the information to you knowing that it can make BioLite and it can potentially make me look uh, less favorable in certain people's eyes. But at the very least, I'm providing you guys with the information. And that's what matters to me, that you guys, the listeners, that you guys, the consumers, 
are at least educated and aware of the situation at hand, even if it's at the detriment of BioLite and me as an expert in the field. Because yes, BioLite and me as being the founder and CEO, we've been part of the problem up to this point. <laughs> but I guarantee you what, we are going to be part of the solution moving forward. And so I'm very impassioned and very motivated to move this industry as a whole forward in the right direction for everyone's benefit. And so if any of you guys have any thoughts, any questions, concerns, or otherwise, I would genuinely appreciate you reaching out to me, again, via DMs on Instagram, whether that's BioLite or my personal, or through email, please reach out to me at info at biolite.shop. Again, if you have any thoughts on this issue, any questions or concerns, please reach out to me because the more interaction I can have with other people on this topic, the better and the the more well-rounded this picture can be painted and the better off we can be moving forward. But as always, guys, I appreciate every single one of you, especially that, (laughs) that have listened this far into the episode. I hope, I hope that this information was impactful and really eye-opening. And as always, if you found this episode especially interesting or riveting or compelling, please share it with any friends, family, colleagues, or otherwise that could benefit from learning from this information. And lastly, if you haven't yet, please take a quick 15 to 30 seconds to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and or on Spotify. Again, you don't have to leave a written testimonial unless you feel compelled to, but I would greatly appreciate a five-star review on this podcast on Apple or Spotify, because as always, this isn't about me. This is about getting information out to the masses. So the higher this podcast can rank, the more eyes that can get on not just the podcast, but red light therapy as a whole, so that those people can finally learn about the many health and wellness benefits of red light therapy. That's what it's all about in the end. So as always, guys, have a fantastic week. Get out in the sunshine, utilize your red light therapy as necessary, and as always, light up your health. Thank you for listening to the Red Light Report. If you like what you heard today, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and other podcast platforms to help spread the word so other people can learn about the many health, wellness, and longevity benefits of red light therapy. If you're looking for more educational content, check out our Instagram page at biolight.shop in our YouTube channel, BioLite. I'm Dr. Mike Belkowski, and I'll see you on the next episode.